We are happy to be here. It is September, so welcome to September, and it is also Suicide Awareness Month, so we thought we would discuss that. Yeah. And just a little bit of, like, obviously, like, trigger warning stuff. Like, we we want to respect, obviously, whoever feels however they feel about this. It is a very delicate conversation, but we, I think, it's very necessary to make sure we are very aware of these conversations. Um, but just in case this is too difficult for anyone, um, just to kind of let you know that this will be the topic for today. Yeah, please understand we are giving the TWs, the trigger warnings here. Um, Anytime death or suicide or suicidality is mentioned, it is a trigger for some people. Right. So please be aware this is what our topic is. We're going to try and keep it as clean as possible. But we're also going to talk about certain situations that come up. For example, um, we're going to talk about um, how... um, well, triggers are affected, like, just talking about death. Because in the Western perspective, death is something that we really recoil from. And if you've seen any of our um, Mindscape 717 uh, little reels or whatever, you can see one of mine is talks about how uh, the topic of death is such a it seems to be like almost like a horror show here in especially in the United States um although it isn't in some cultures some 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 cultures it's considered you know living a good life or um right. having lived a long life having achieved wisdom having achieved self actualization you know all this kind of stuff so um we do understand that um some people are afraid to even talk about death because of the fear behind it well the fear here right like the first thing you say is i feel like i want to die and you get put in a hospital and you're deemed crazy right like i have so many clients coming in that are like well that's not what i meant i'm like you could say maybe today would have been a better day if you wouldn't have woken up that's a conversation starter to me personally like you know like you like you were saying about recoiling from a topic like this. It is a very scary topic to talk about. And I think it's scary because it's such a permanent solution to a temporary feeling. And, but that temporary feeling sometimes is more than temporary and it sticks for a really long time. And I think this is what we miss um, when we talk about something like this. But I, I mean, these are conversations that we, I have to have with the clients because it is such a, it's such a vulnerable population just already doing therapy. Um, and people are very triggered by things. And I think a lot of the times when we, especially when we talk about depression and trauma, um, those things have a huge weight on our shoulders. And sometimes the only way out is to think that way. And we were talking earlier about how like, it's so, it seems very counterintuitive to say, this is the way that your brain can see out of the situation, but that's literally what's happening. We see it becomes this light at the end of this really dark, dark tunnel. And sometimes that is the only way out. But people that want to go ahead and take that step in their life, you will never know until it happens. And these are the conversations where we try to find the differentiation between suicidal ideation and self-harming. Because those are very different when we start looking at what the definitions are and how it presents something in therapy and or in anyone's life. 
I think that's actually a really good idea is to present what self-harming is compared to suicidality. There, there are two different things now, um, and there are two different things globally. This isn't this is universal. This is not right. just a Western you know concept. So, um, but with self-harm, what are you trying to achieve? Well, self-harm, it's more of, and I know this has been a more of a topic that's been brought up, but it is a release of, it's a very cathartic thing to do for people that need to find those feelings, right? It's a release of energy. It is a release of emotion. Um, Self-harming, we're trying to ground ourselves. And again, very counterintuitive when we think of what is the safest thing, but so many people have... And we can kind of look at it the more morbid way of the self-harm as cutting and really doing physical harm. But if we look at self-harming, it could be as far as like not eating. Like it could be as far as like binge eating. Mm -hmm. It could be as far as like avoiding everything and literally just self-isolating. And this is what where we where we find these differences and when we find the this is the goal of this it's why what's going on why is this a push in in this direction but sometimes that feels the safest thing to do because we can look at the big things of cutting and really doing physical harm where we end up overdosing we're at the hospital but there's so many other self-harming but it's a very cathartic thing for people you have to be yeah it's the release i've heard people talk about how it just releases yeah all this anxiety and fear and nervousness and you know sadness the sadness Sadness. that is released through the self-harming and you know there's been an array of experiences at least as a therapist and even prior to that really working in case managing um there's a lot of conversations of like well i just i don't even know what to do anymore I don't know what to do. You're not being heard by people around you. You're not being taken serious. So the only thing you do is you can't really yell at them because they don't care. And then you turn around and you have to inflict some kind of pain because it does. It gives you that release in that moment to be like, all right, fine. I Now I feel better after this. People punch themselves. People will like bang their heads. heads on the walls. Yeah. yeah. All of these things, yeah. right? It's a huge like... And again, it's because your body like needs something. There's this adrenaline and all of this stuff that we feel when we are so over the overwhelm is just heavy. It's so heavy on their shoulders and everything feels like it's way too much. That's the only yeah. way out to our brain in those moments. And before we actually got on the podcast, we were talking about like the different concepts of society and suicidality. Um, so self-harm can lead to to it, but sometimes it doesn't at all. Yeah. It's completely separate. Um, so because of that release, a lot of people are okay. Um, it, and if they get help or if they just talk to somebody and vent things out, a lot of times they, they stop the self-harming on their own. Yeah. Um, but it's really important that if you are self-harming that you seek out, seek out some help. Um, let us know if you need us to find you that help we we will definitely do that we have no problems doing that yeah i mean it's it it is really hard to walk around with the weight of the world on your shoulders Mm -hmm. because that's what it is yeah no one is wrong for this and i know we're very quick to dismiss it to be like well they have more problems than i do no that's not how this works right everybody's got some shit that they got to figure out and 
If you have to talk to someone and find someone. Nobody gets out of life without trauma. Nobody. Nobody. Absolutely not. And I know a lot of people are not going to like this, but first of all, I don't care because I think we need to have these conversations because it's really difficult to sit here and say, well, I don't got trauma. All right, let's talk about it. Yeah. Because when we start talking about it, we will find some shit to call trauma. Yep. We, we will. That's, that's the truth. And And there's always sadness too. We have to talk about this also, because Mm -hmm. if we don't talk about this, we as a society fail each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we're talking about society. They're really, uh, I was telling Tanya, you know, there's two really different types of suicidality. Actually, there's more than two, but the big ones are the fatalistic and the altruistic, the two different, um, the two big ones. And this is, uh, she was a little bit surprised at the altruistic one. It's not Western. It's not a Western concept at all. It is definitely an Eastern concept. Um, but it's it's out there for a reason why people do what they do. Um, there's also religiosity, um, and I, I think there's a there's a few more in there. But the fatalistic one is you know you've made a plan, you have the plan, you feel so much better that you're reaching out to people, you're talking to people after a long time of not talking to anyone. People say, oh, they're doing much better. And then they're so surprised mm-hmm. when um, they find out that th- that the deed was done. Right. Fatalistic. <clears throat> you you have that plan. You know you're going to do it. It's, it's going to happen. It's a done deal. Um, and a lot of people don't know it. Don't even see the signs and symptoms. That's something we'll talk about next time is signs and symptoms, I think. I think mm-hmm. that's a pretty good thing to to talk about um, on a culture, societal level, cultural societal level, um, and not just through the Western perspective. Um, if you are feeling down and depressed, I really urge you to seek some help also. It's, you know, we want you here. We want you here with us for as long as, as you can be with us. Now, me saying that doesn't, I know it means nothing, but, but um, you yeah. know, we still want it, so. Yeah, and it's a very, yeah. right, and then we start getting into this world of selfish behaviors and all of this stuff, and, and again, being, doing the therapy and talking to people that have either have attempted at some point in their life mm-hmm. Or have, um, or know of someone that they lost someone to it or attempted as well. It seems to be a very difficult conversation because then you start hearing words like selfish. Right. I personally, and this is a total me thing, I don't speak for everyone here. I I honestly, it could feel very selfish, but then I think about, well, where is the light of this dark tunnel for, for this person? Like, I understand that we talk, we learn to talk to our clients in a way of like, well, find the reason, find the thing and let's work through it and use that as like this, this tether that we have to, to life. But it is such a difficult thing because it's very easy to judge that. But those demons are like those things. I mean, it's really easy to judge. I, you know, and the older I get and the more involved I get in the field, it is very easy 
to be like, well, don't do it. Don't do it <laughs> because of family. I keep saying the older I get, the less I know. Yeah. And and it's it's the truth. I completely yeah. believe that the older I get, the less I know because mm-hmm. it's like you don't know what anyone's going through. You have no idea. You're not in their shoes. Mental uh, health is scary because you really yeah. don't see it. It's not a missing limb. Mm-mm. It's not a disability that you can invisible. physically. Yeah. So invisible to to anyone. If you're not asking the right questions. And again, we don't know how to ask these questions. But this is why we have this field yeah. where we have professionals and where we, you know, we, we take in all the learning to provide this information to everyone. And it's just really, it's such a hard conversation because of the... There's this weird space of like, it is selfish because the loved ones, but then wouldn't it be selfish, the loved ones too, on the other side of that? Like you're holding someone here that doesn't want to be here and has tried to be here and cannot be here. The The level of just the heaviness of everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, we all know what that feels like. You just can't, people have been in those spaces where sometimes it is just too much. I mean, I know I have. There's been very true moments where I'm like, man, like, I can see why people turn to something like this because it is so impossible to see the light of the very, very dark tunnel. And it's so scary to say, like, I don't want to exist anymore. But that's a conversation. It is a conversation. Another conversation is um, I had mentioned altruistic suicidality, which seems like kind of... um, paradoxical i don't know it just it doesn't it does it doesn't sound right like how can that how can suicide be um altruistic um but if you think about um eastern perspective you know some families feel that it is more honorable to do the right thing um you know whatever because of whatever secret or something that can come out um that um, that is that's what they'll do um, or like like I just said there could be this huge family secret that um, they don't want out and so they feel that it's the right thing to do to do the honorable thing and that's something that you have to remember is that um, it's not necessarily talked in individualistic societies it's more in collectivistic societies where honor in family means so much more. So, um, so right. there's, there's different types of suicide, um, and unaliving ourselves depending on where we're from. And, um, in, in either case, it just leaves behind a devastation, you know, um, even if, uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying this is a, a selfish thing at all, um, but it does leave, I hate the word, but I should say, and it just leaves <laughs> turmoil and trauma yeah. um, in its wake. Even when it's altruistic um, in the Eastern perspective, it still leaves trauma in its wake because then you have like um, almost like a legend in the family that, that, you know, you have to live up to with the honor and everything else. So it's, yeah, um, it's a very difficult either way, right? There's never, this is one of those topics where people are so one or the other. And I think that it's fair 
I think you're allowed to have your opinion in any topic in any shape or form. But this is one of those that unfortunately we're just never, I don't think a lot of us are going to agree with this. And I think that it's okay. But I think that the fact that we're having a conversation about it, I think it will allow others to feel a little bit safer with having these conversations and not have someone be like, well, no, that's selfish. That's dumb. Don't do that. Do this, do that. (laughs) Like, no, sit the fuck down. Like we're not, we're not here to put more shame on something that some no one is just okay with this like this is not just like a yay i'm gonna go it doesn't become yay i'm gonna do this until they're ready for the plan to come to fruition it is not an okay thing in any way but sometimes it is the only thing that they see and that's where it gets sad because the fact that that's the only way they can see out of this really dark tunnel it it is very heavy in either side of it we didn't even get to talk about veterans today and so we're gonna have to do that absolutely veterans and unfortunately suicide rates for um primary health care um anyone in in health care has also gone up so um there's all sorts of there's a lot of populations i mean huge subcultures yeah that um absolutely have the rates risen and recently so um absolutely anyhow with that note um this was a very general kind of outlining Mm -hmm. type of thing i think we'll go over kind of signs and symptoms next time Mm -hmm. and maybe we'll also get into the subcultures but please take care of yourselves yes all these warnings and stuff this is a heavy thing and if you don't agree and if you don't want to listen this month we understand But these are conversations that within the world of mental health, I have every day with my clients Mm -hmm. just to make sure that they are safe. And I want to make sure that you either hate me and you're safe or you love me and you're not. And I don't agree with the the being happy in therapy and then going in hard. Like, we're going to talk about this shit because it's so important. But if you don't want to or feel comfortable, please do yourself a favor and do not participate if this is too much. We are here to provide information. We are here for you on the other side if you need anything. This is a very difficult conversation. And I know it's all over TikTok. It's all over everywhere. But it is such a difficult conversation. We're also trying to let you know we're a safe space. Yeah. So if you feel the need to talk about it, then we are that safe space. Um, Yeah. You know, we know how difficult the topic is. We both had clients that have been there, done that. Sometimes before, sometimes after um, they've right. attempted. We just want you to be safe. And we just want the information to be put out there so that you feel more, a little yeah. bit more safer with it as well. Yeah. So until next time, stay safe, please. Uh, we care. We're here. Um, and like Leslie says, <laughs> Leslie says, self-care is not selfish. This is going to be the tagline for everything. We just please take care of yourself. Exactly. If if nothing else, just make sure you're okay. Exactly. Take care.